During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, April 17th. I am here with Tim Geddes. Let's him host. Let Tim host the pure one, the verified one. You're looking good, man. How are you doing, Fran? Uh, I was sick for literally three weeks as of yesterday. Damn. Are you still up? And no, I'm like, I went to the gym. As and, of today. Yes. You're good. That happened a few times, and it, it was like, nah, you're still yeah. sick. You're yeah. screwed. Finally well, came well, back Well, welcome back, non-sick friend. Thank you. Uh, I know you guys, it's been crazy. Andy yeah. was sick, and oh, Greg's God. had just like a, a roll of toilet papers. Uh, mm -hmm. Toilet paper it's horrible. Up, it's horrible. Here, Andy's so. making his uh, valiant return to KFAF today after this show. So Nice. Yeah, I back. know he's been feeling bad. So mm -hmm. I hope all of you best friends out there are feeling good. And if not, please take care of yourself. Lots of vitamin C, lots of zinc before you get sick. Get that zinc, baby. And a lot of rest and water. Mm -hmm. That's the show for today, everybody. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I know. So welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily. If you don't know, it is a new show about games. At each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on Twitch TV slash Kind of Funny Games, we bring it to you. Mm -hmm. And if you're watching live, you have a very special job. If we're wrong about something, head over to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, and you can let us know if there's any corrections to be made. Now, of course, Tim, if they don't watch live, where mm -hmm. would they go? Uh, they could go to youtube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or podcast services around the globe, all that <laughs> stuff. Also, you can go to Rooster Teeth. Uh, if you want to get the show ad-free, you go to patreon.com slash games. You can also write into the show if you are at the bronze membership or above if you sign up over there. Wow. I was just seeing if he was awake. I thought oh. he was just going to say, go to youtube.com slash games, but I was not awake. I was not awake. That. You woke me up there, friend. See? We're ready to do the it, show. It Let's go, baby. I wish we had a celebrity nickname for us on the show. Because, like, tomorrow is Frandria, by mm -hmm. the way. And me and Andrea Renee on the show. Uh, we'll come up with we'll one. We'll figure it out. Time. Same but, what? Freddy's? Like Gettys with Fran? Yeah. That's weird. That's I crossing like streams, man. Who's we'll there saying it? Who's we'll, they? One dude in the chat. One, One dude, in the, dude in the chat. <laughs> kind of funny Kevin in the chat talking to himself. All right. Today on the show. Oh, my God. So much news. There's comments about the PS5 price from Mark Cerny. Mm. The the Riddler himself from uh, PlayStation. Uh, wow. Xbox One S all digital. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. The price. Everything That's about unfortunate. it. unfortunate. It's what the name. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Well, the name is also unfortunate. Tim's got a lot to say I about do. the I'm Xbox One S all digital. Joker. Holy cow, it's not coming next week. It's not Endgame Day anymore. It's today. Mm -hmm. Joker is available ah. on Smash today. There's a lot of other stuff coming to Smash Brothers. There's even Xbox Cloud News. We're going to get into that in just a second. A little bit of housekeeping. Tim, you want to help me out on that? Actually? Housekeeping? Absolutely. We are doing the Kind of Funny World Tour meet and greet in Vancouver, uh, May 4th. Go to Kind of Funny. Yeah, exactly. Go to kindoffunny.com slash events for more information on that. It is our final uh, North American stop in the Kind of Funny World Tour. Um, so yeah, join us there. And thank you to our Patreon producers, Tom Bach, Blackjack, James Davis, and Muhammad Muhammad. Today, we are brought to you by Robin Hood and Third Love, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. We have six stories today. A baker's dozen! There we go. Sorry, I had to do it with you that time. God. That's okay. my favorite part of it all. Of the whole show? I like the, the no, just my that least read. Favorite. There's, there's so many. Oh, it's yeah. your least favorite, yeah. yeah. Why are you always got to be such a I always want to say a baker's dozen. What's up, Kev? You're so mean. Why, did you take that as an insult to you? 100%. That had nothing that to do with no, you. You see what I mean? It did, and he knew. Gentlemen, we've got bigger fish to fry. 
the Xbox One SAD, as people are calling the it. SAD. The S All Digital acronyms count is two hundred and fifty dollars. It's been announced as of yesterday. Uh, by the way, I took a ton of stories from IGN today because there's so much freaking news. I was like, I can't mm-hmm. go to a bunch of different sites. So a lot of uh, IGN <laughs> happening today. Brandon Terrell with this story. Thank you for summing up what happened with Inside Xbox and all the loveliness there. Microsoft has confirmed that this long rumored all digital Xbox One is dubbed the Xbox One S all digital dash between those edition. I guess it's really, now that I look at it, if edition is part of the official Sade. name, it's actually the Xbox One Sade. Or Sade, yes. Who's <laughs> a musical true. artist that you can look up. I literally just noticed that. I didn't mm-hmm. plan that. So I regret it. I hope you didn't. <laughs> I regret it, Tim. Uh, so it is 250 bucks. This is what's going to be interesting. A lot of you know that uh, that is also or uh, the official price of the Xbox One S is three hundred dollars, right? But very yeah. often it's two fifty or lower, and a lot of people are seeing that. But this is the official MSRP. Who's to say when it hits on uh, May seventh worldwide? Uh, if there will be any sales or anything like that. So officially, it is the cheapest console in the Xbox One family of devices. Does so, of course, by removing the optical disk drive. That's the main thing, is you're not going to be able to do your 4K Blu-rays, and you're not going to be able to pop in any physical media. It is sort of a a one-stop shop that if you don't see that in your lifestyle, then why have it? Mm And let's see, the Xbox One S All Digital Edition will retain the form and all the technical specs of the Xbox One S, including the one terabyte hard drive. But here's the interesting part that really stuck out to me. It will also include download codes for Minecraft, Sea of Thieves, and Forza Horizon 3. Holy cow, that is a pretty darn good deal if you don't own them already. In the meantime... Or if you don't have Game Pass. Yeah, or if that's a good point, if you don't have Game Pass. That's why we need Which you Which at this point, today, why too. would you have an Xbox and not have Game Pass? Money, I don't have Game Pass, cost? but that's because, well, let's talk about that in a second. Um, so here's the official quote. The Xbox One S All Digital Edition is coming from uh, Microsoft is $50 less than Xbox One S. And we expect to maintain at least this price difference between the two, con- two consoles. So they expect this $50 price differential. And this comes from Jeff Gaddis, who's the general manager of platform and devices marketing at Microsoft. He goes on to say, as the Xbox One S All Digital Edition is designed to make console gaming more accessible to more people, especially for new customers that don't already own a console and want to access and want access to complete Xbox experiences without investing in one of the other options, Xbox One X or Xbox One S. Tim, yeah. feels like you got a lot to say on this one? I do. Um, this pricing is bewildering, to say the least. Uh, hmm. It's the cheapest. Yeah, officially. But, but that's officially doesn't mean shit. So it's not worth- I can right now. You can't say that it's two hundred and fifty dollars cheaper than the Xbox One X when Microsoft dollars cheaper. Yep. No, than the X. Oh, is that like, still five hundred bucks? No, suggested? it's not. It's not because of all the sales. <laughs> Microsoft.com right now. Microsoft.com right. in the store. You can get the Xbox One X one terabyte console with Fallout seventy six for four hundred dollars. Yeah. All right. So it's like you can't go around touting all this bullshit. Yeah. Sure, there's sales. Sure, there's whatever. Then yes, the S is the more comparable thing, right? And you can get that thing for. Yeah, dirt I saw cheap. some prices there, so it's on sale. I think it was Walmart, some for two hundred bucks. So it, you can like get it cheaper. The difference of with fifty dollars with a game, with with games and with a disc drive, right? That allows you the four K right. Blu Ray player, and it also allows you to just play games physically if you need to. This, the promise of this, the idea of this, the the exciting stuff about this console would be that it's cheap enough as an entry point that maybe you're getting an, another Xbox for a different room in your house, or yeah. you're getting a, uh, a, a the first Xbox that it's, you're going all in on Game Pass. You don't need the yeah. to buy the games, but that yeah, should, or maybe you've been a PlayStation owner and you're like, oh, I exactly. guess I'll finally. So you know what? Now it's time to get in the ecosystem. Like this. Should be Microsoft's push to to getting people in for next gen, and yeah. that looks a lot closer to 150 in my mind. That's what I was going to ask you though. So, do you feel that the feature set of the hardware and the three games that are good note available in Games Pass as well that it's not worth 250 compared to what you can get out there? Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think I it's don't worth think so it? at all? I mean, I think that if at that point get the normal S. So you know, maybe in other words, like. Do you think the Xbox One S is worth it? It's suggested price is three hundred. Do you think it's too expensive, or you think that's fine because four K UHD is? You, you see what I'm saying? Well, I mean, the thing is, like, it's we need to deal with reality. You can get the things a lot cheaper than their MSRP at this point. Yeah, right? and it's not hard to look. And and the thing that Kevin was uh, kind of 
yelled out about mm-hmm. Games Pass being too expensive. You can get free trial codes for Games Pass. They just hand those yeah, things. One hundred twenty bucks those a year. Those things roughly, are, right? uh, yeah. Well, now they one, the, one buck for the first month. Actually, there's so many it, deals. Yeah. There's so many ways it's to a get lot of into that. Um, and it, it's so easy to gain that system if you if you're interested in doing that. Right. Just signing up for trials, um, different trials as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something interesting though that you didn't have in this story mm-hmm. that I think is uh, even more important than the Xbox One all-digital mm. console is Microsoft's, Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass Ultimate combines Xbox Live and Game Pass into a $14.99 a month subscription. Yeah, I threw that as a lower story, but it's it was literally a quick mention. Yeah. So yeah, they're combining the Game Pass mm-hmm. and Xbox Live Gold into just a more convenient... Into a convenient thing that's going to save not, uh, people $5 a month. No, I don't think it does. Right? Xbox because owners ga- will save around five dollars a month compared to the nineteen ninety eight mo- monthly subscription price for an existing existing combination of the two services. I thought you get Xbox Gold all. So here's the deal. Yes, if you buy monthly, mm-hmm. uh, I forget what the monthly price for Gold is. I assume you can do it. It's sixty bucks, right? Xbox Live Gold is sixty bucks, right? So divide by twelve. That's five bucks a month plus the ten dollar Game Pass. It's the same price if. I think you're getting the discount if you buy uh, Xbox Live Gold uh, monthly. It's more expensive because you mm. know how that works. You can get in for the whole year. Um, I didn't look at that price, but I absolutely looked at the price of Xbox Live Gold. It's 60 bucks a year, right? So um, Either that, way, the math, yes, it's I more I think this is important news because calling it the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, they're building this for next gen. They are building yes. this as a one-stop subscription service that you get for all the first-party Microsoft games plus more plus indies, plus older games being brought back, plus Xbox X, uh, Xbox One X enhanced games, all of this stuff, backwards compatibility, the list goes on, right? Yeah. And that's why this news combined with the all digital system being priced that high, very shocking to me. It's interesting that it's so shocking to you. And quick clarifications, I just pulled it up. Yeah, like 12 month Xbox Live Gold is 60 bucks. So you buy all year this monthly pass, so you don't have to commit the full year. In that sense, you save. But if you already have Xbox Live Gold for the full year, you buy it anyway. It's the same price, five mm-hmm. bucks a month. However, for example, if you were to buy it for um, only six months at a time, it's 40 bucks. So $80 for the year. And if you only buy it for three months at a time, it's 25 a quarter, four quarters. So it's 100 bucks a year. You get the idea. They really want you to spend. Um, so it is, I will say, when you look at that, it is very enticing because you're like, wait, I don't even have to think about it. I'm just going to go all in on all the services. Uh, and if I decide three months from now, it's no different. And like that is super competitive against its own service, Xbox Live Gold. Yeah. Back to your point at hand. You feel like the price isn't right. You can get um, an Xbox One S brand new right now on Amazon for $207. Yeah, and that's are. without I saw one for, for 199 somewhere. Yeah. Right. And, and great deals come up all the time. Does that mean that there will be great deals for the digital one as well? Yeah, that, we don't that know. Cut that down? Someone- sure. But I feel like th- there needs to be a a value proposition for consumers that are walking into a store that don't know about all this stuff, that are looking at this and they're like, that, that are going to be convinced like, oh, th- th- we're a digital future, it's all good, blah, 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 you should get this one. Saving $50, I don't think is going to be that game changer. Especially yeah, I, when it's not really $50, when the brand new one's going to cost 250 for a long time, and or yeah, 250 and next to it's going to be the Xbox One S I, for around the same price. <laughs> I agree with you that when you... Uh, are on price watch and you're looking around it's a little befuddling you're like uh wait why wouldn't i just get an xbox one s on sale Mm -hmm. now i get these free games but to your point as well you should probably get game pass but to be fair i mean you're going to pay 120 dollars for the year at a minimum so you're going to pay at a minimum if you want all those games that's the point if you want forts if you want sea of thieves you want minecraft it is your value i mean now you're talking 300 dollars that the best deal you can get. So it is still cheaper. That assumes that very unique scenario that you're not going to get Game Pass anyway, right? You see what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of people don't have Game Pass, but the thing is the value of Game Pass is if you buy two games in a year, it already pays for it. Yes. We're saying roughly the same thing, meaning if you're buying a few games, you should just get Game Pass, but they are giving you three free games. So meaning if you're not getting Game Pass and you just want those games to start, it is quite a good deal. Um, But... I would also point out, right, you, you know, PlayStation I mean, 4s. Really three, look at those three games. Forza Horizon 3, Sea of Thieves, and Minecraft. How much does Minecraft cost now? 
Right? Uh, that's a good point. It's not a sixty dollars game. Okay, but it's not a bad deal, Tim. But I see it's a bad deal. Let's, I, I think I, the two hundred fifty dollars for a all digital Xbox One in twenty nineteen with these three I, games yeah. is a bad deal. I know, but we go so far from this is uh, to this is awesome to this sucks. I feel like there's no in the middle. I'm just more in the middle. Which I don't all think I'm saying is, is I, like, I don't think this is the worst yeah. thing ever. It could be worse. I think what we're seeing is test the market. Like meaning, you're right. By the way. You're right. It's surprising that it's 250. Like, what's the value prop? But they're testing the market. That's what I see. They got to clear some stock on the shelves. So guess what? There's all these Xbox One S's still there. Like, trust me, with a nod and a wink, Microsoft knows that, and they're like, uh, you might as well buy those, clear the shelves, and get the deals. That is the worst business strategy. <laughs> no, of but all time. but no, they have no competition really. Meaning, you can buy what a PlayStation Four, 500 gigabyte model for I don't know if it's 250 or like right. I mean, it's Retail three hundred, but like you can. But get you those can get some so deals. Five hundred gigabyte edition. I think I saw for two fifty. The Switch is three hundred bucks. Again, I know you can find it for two fifty. It's not like it's so off the mark that when you, if you're just buying a console, you got to look at it on that side. It's not easy. Well, it's there's every a there's, there's a lot Xbox of Xbox One Every single I know, Xbox I'm One not, S bundle is like two hundred games more valuable than the three that come with that is two fifty. Right. Just straight too many or two twenty one yeah. or two nineteen. So I, I am not defending the price or the value because all they did was like they stripped out a hard drive, you know, the optical drive, and it's for the most part it's the same, and they include these things. I yeah. do think honestly the right price is one ninety nine. I feel like that's a lot more realistic. Exactly. You saying one fifty? Like one, sure, one fifty is. Yeah the what you're saying the awesome on the scale of like they're being aggressive they're just yeah. trying to get in they're trying to get their their footprint in the the industry back yes right hundred and uh or two hundred that to me is that's the sweet spot of like all right yeah. this makes the most sense and is actually a good deal for people yeah uh but so it's either way it's exciting that the marketing strategy, the hardware strategy is starting to come to fruition. This is not something that the other console makers are doing yet. Um, we're gonna talk about it later. Don't We've forget got, the PSP Go, friend. <laughs> that's true. They, did, they did this Go. years ago. No physical media, right? Yeah, all yeah. digital, baby. Well, but then, yeah. you can pick that up instead, is what Tim's telling you. <laughs> yeah. So here's the deal. We got some questions about this. Awesome. I think it'd be good to come back to all the... Wait, what does it mean? Because we got xCloud. What is... Is this okay. a Trojan horse? I have a lot of thoughts, but let's see how much time we have for that. But we have some questions later. Um, but speak of the devil, xCloud, our next story comes way of Adam Bankhurst over at IGN. Destiny 2 and Crackdown running on xCloud. By the way, this was on the actual Inside Xbox stream. I watched it. Um, but this is Adam's summation. So during Inside Xbox, Phil Spencer's talking to Larry. Larry, Larry Herb, you know him, friend of, uh, of the show, and uh, myself, good man. Sweet Larry, I guess is what you call him. Um, so Phil Spencer confirmed that he's out on the road playing Crackdown 3 and Destiny 2 on xCloud. He said, oh, yeah, I brought my controller and my phone. And um, he talked about how he has his own private server set up on xCloud because they're right down the hall from him, which Larry Herb uh, jokingly you know, called Phil Server and... Uh, he, at first, he's like, oh, you're beta, beta testing it, Phil. He's like, no, alpha testing it. But, um, you know, that's the long and the short of it. But it, the thing that struck me, what I still am trying to understand, I'm like, wait, how easy is it to bring existing Xbox games onto the cloud? Like, how much work did Bungie and Microsoft have to do to get them running? Uh, because, in other words, Bungie's a little busy, for example. So did Microsoft be like, no, 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 we'll just put it on the cloud because it's just Xbox on the cloud. Meaning I found it interesting. There's obviously optimizations being made. Yeah. But but in the in the way that he said it, he's like almost that he chose that he wanted to play those, so they worked on those. You know, I don't know if that's really the case, but um uh -huh. but what's your reaction to the fact that it's just like Phil's bringing it out on, you know, if he loses his phone somewhere, you know, I mean, you can check it out. Theoretically, any game would work on it because it just functions the like the console. In theory, yes. Now, what happens when you get to like server talk and when you log, I, I'm assuming when you log into xCloud as a user, there's a little bit of difference in how it talks to what you're doing. But like in theory, of course. But yeah. I mean, if it was that easy, you know, I mean, then then PlayStation will do the same thing. Oh yeah, we'll just done. put PlayStation in the cloud. Like, I, I don't worry, Mark. Kai Kai. Mark, Mark Cerny, we don't need any help. We'll just throw it up there. But um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. It, I, again, in theory, it, that is what it's supposed to do is you can port it to um, Azure. Yeah. I always want to say Azure. It's Azure, I guess. Um, 
So I mean, he's just saying he's really playing cool. it. He's not saying it's playing as well as it would play on a exactly another thing. But like, I feel like that's just the future that we're going towards right Correct. now. Correct. Where it's like, I'm not surprised that these games are playable. No. Um, even fully playable at, at any rate. I just think that they're we're never going to match one for one. It's like the same thing as like streaming a video versus watching the the 4K Blu-ray, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, be a, it's a little more complicated than just sending the frame of an encoded video. Although it is, it is base, as we often talk about. It's like you are literally getting an encoded video frame of the action that you've sent to the server. But that works differently. Regardless, my takeaway was just like, this is exciting um, that you're playing two pretty big games, Destiny 2 in particular, which is a complex online game, which now has to use those servers to talk to other servers. And, um, and then he was out there on the road testing it. You know, again, we don't know if he was like, ugh, man. He's got a lot. Going of well. He didn't. He wasn't going to say that. He's in alpha testing, but he was saying he was playing it, yeah. which um, was pretty exciting. So, you know, I think it plays into the story at large. They've got a lot of movement coming for new hardware and xCloud we know is coming. And, you know, a note in the story here, Microsoft has said it's pl- it plans to begin public trials this year of xCloud. And hopefully uh, the statements from Phil are that things are progressing positively is what Adam said. So it's great. That's the thing that excites D3. me. We're talking Stadia this year. Well, guess what? It looks like Microsoft, whether or not they'll get ahead of it, they're they're in position to start testing things. And mm-hmm. by and the way, I wouldn't. Library. Huh? And they have a library have a with, huge with Games Pass. That's, that is their that's advantage. The big thing, man. That's what's really interesting, right, about this is that Stadia, they're working on exclusive stuff. And who knows, like, what's going to on? To be fair, so is Microsoft. Yes. <laughs> but my no, my point was the opposite. It's what you were just getting at, which is, well, what if I just, like, what if I never played Sea of Thieves or Horizon or anything? And like, I can log in maybe later this year. It's not necessarily, xCloud won't necessarily be about the next hardware only, exactly. which is what it is for Stadia. Yeah. I mean, not that they can't do the same thing, which is, no, 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 we worked with Fortnite, we ported it over. Like, okay, well, now the game is a foot regardless of new games or old games. I guess it's, what, it's what you're saying here is what brings me back to my feelings on the price of the all digital edition, because if we're gearing up for a next generation of Xbox that doesn't necessarily need an Xbox to be able to play Xbox games, why would you price that thing so high when you could just price it low to at least give people a machine that they associate with the Xbox brand, right? Yeah. And maybe that's coming next year, you know? Yeah, again, I feel like we're in early adoption state and market testing state. That's exactly it. Like later this year, it probably will still be suggested for 250, but we'll start to see some deals bring it down to 200 and with maybe Xbox Cloud around the corner even. So interesting timing to see where all this is going. We know the PlayStation 5 was sort of officially announced yesterday and recognized by Sony anyway. They've recognized new hardware. It is not called PlayStation 5 necessarily, but um, we have a note on that today that I'll, I'll get to, which there's talk of the price. But first, more Xbox news. Our third story today that came out of Inside Xbox is Xbox, Xbox's new game studios will have, quote, things to show. At E3 2019, this is the state of stories today, people. That's all you got to stay to get a story out of us. Uh, what? New things at E3 from your studios? Yo, I no, never expected th- it. This is major jokes aside. I, yeah, I know. I'm not being a yeah. jerk about it, but I, yeah, I was. Are. I was. No, I'm excited about it. Um, Xbox head <laughs> Phil Spencer announced during today's... I feel like Tim's casting me as a villain. What, what happened? What? I'm joking. Like, you meaning I, that was the joke. I'm excited that oh, they I'm are recognizing E3. Um, don't ever take me seriously. Bro. I don't, man. We're, we're, having a, <laughs> we're having a great time. If you do, it hurts your feelings. That's right. Uh, but seriously, Phil Spencer announced during Inside Xbox that some of its new studios will have new things to show at E3. In fact... To be fair, right, we've had this discussion a lot on Gamescast. Like, I don't know, are they ready? Like, what are the studios going to have? Didn't They're working on Outer Worlds and Obsidian. What's happening? Well, sorry, went on to continue during the show. Spencer said, quote, our new studios are going to have things to show, which is going to be awesome. Some new things that nobody has seen before. And quote, Spencer specifically mentioned that Obsidian's Outer Worlds, which is a multi-platform release, as we know, not purely exclusive, could be at the show. So it seems to be hinting that obviously with their newfound ownership, that's still a big, important title to them. Um, And Spencer continued saying it will take the team some time to completely mesh in with Microsoft. Quote continues, it'll take years to really have them fully integrated in and delivering the same way all the teams do, because different teams are different parts of are at different parts of their development cycle. 
Phil said. But I think it's going to be really interesting to have those teams showing up this year and starting to show us what they're building. Uh, Microsoft also revealed that its Xbox E3 2019 briefing will be Sunday, June 9th at 1 p.m. Pacific time at the uh, Microsoft Theater in L.A. We know without Sony and Nintendo there anymore, that leaves them as the main stage in terms of the main you know, platform um, vendors. So it's pretty interesting. Tim, what do you think of you know, what excites you about this? I mean, what excites me about this is getting confirmation that we're finally going to uh, at least know what some of the new teams are working on, some of the old teams as right. well. Because what's coming to Xbox, we it's, keep asking. It's a big question. You know, yeah. We're very excited about the, the systems and um, xCloud, X-Cloud and, and all that stuff yeah. that Xbox is promising for this gen and well, next gen. Games? But it, at the end of the day, it's about the games. And we don't know what the games are. We, we know Gears 5 is coming. We know Halo Infinite is coming. But we don't know too much about those games. And to put it very very clearly, those aren't enough. Uh, you know, when you yeah. to, to compete with the PlayStation 4's lineup, and not necess- that they necessarily need to be one for one with that. No, but they do need to compete. I mean, it is exactly. put that simply. Like, what are they doing? I like I like Xbox. You play on Xbox all the time. All but the time. Third what party games. Games do you have to be excited about? Yeah. And so when? that's a big problem. When they did the Xbox, uh, I forgot what the name of the event was, but the one they did down in New Mexico, uh, or was it Mexico? Yeah. No, it was, it was. Mexico. Yeah. In um, Mexico. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we did our predictions for that and what they're going to do. Like, we thought that we were going to see some new... New games, Some yeah. new games from the, the studios. There's a lot more stuff like this. And we didn't, yeah. you know? And it's like, you know, that that's not necessarily a letdown because it just shows they weren't ready. But we've now seen the past couple of years of Microsoft at E3 and at other ventures kind of building the... the mm-hmm. Not even building anything. Kind of showing us all the different Legos they have. Yes. But I feel like at some point soon, it's going to be time for us to see what they What'd made you make? with them. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I'm hoping that E3 will be that. And they're, they're kind of saying it, but the outer world stuff that they're saying, it's like, that doesn't instill confidence in me. The, to me, this quote really reads as like, Obsidian, uh, you know, they're still multi-platform right now, and they're they're gonna, it's gonna take a while for them to give yeah, us anything it, of consequence exclusively. Yeah, but it's easy to be frustrated, which we all are, of like, what is coming? And uh, you keep teasing me. But to be fair, that's the only thing Phil can talk about. Oh, yeah. You know, and he's, it, like, that's the first and easiest thing that came to his mind. So like, I, here's what I will say. I have confidence that this E3 will be very big for Xbox. Oh now, this whether- is their time to shine. Yeah, whether or not we get um, 2019 games we're excited about, I think we're gonna have these 2020 games for sure that we're like, oh my gosh, finally, I have something to really be excited about. Now yeah. I've seen stuff. I think absolutely, and one thing Phil had said on Inside Xbox is, you know, he was noting, right, they're the only ones really there. I mean, uh, we know EA is doing their own like day, but press conference-wise, they're the biggest show in town now on Sunday at 1 p.m. And he's like, we want to celebrate gaming. They, it is his chance, and they spent a lot of money to go to these shows a ton of time planning since last year, how they're gonna pull this off. I think they're really gonna lean in and try to make it in their minds, I guarantee you, Phil walked in a room, he's like, this is gonna be our best Absolutely. E3 ever. Ever. Everything's coming to a head. Next gen, new games, new studios, and it's time to pull the curtain off. I feel confident that that's gonna happen. I don't have, I've observed, you know, 20 some E3s and been to them. I feel the excitement on this one for Xbox, uh, especially on yeah. Xbox. They're in a really good position. I feel the excitement as well. I, I don't feel like I have the same confidence you do, though. Yeah. Um, well, because it's and, and, and we've, we've been let down so much. We've been let down, <laughs> and, you know, E3's changing, and E3 yeah. has changed. And uh, on top of that, like, it traditionally isn't the place to debut hardware anymore, right? Sure, sure. But whether or not we get a full confirmation of next-gen hardware or whatever it is, I, but I do think they'll pull the Xbox One X strategy, which is here's our black boxes and here's how cool it is. Just a little bit like Sony just did with Mark Cerny. I think they'll give you the taste. But see, you can't, they can't do I, that. I mean, that's I don't the, know if it'll a, be a full coming out party But, yet, but see, that's, that's, that's the problem. Is it's but time like, out. It, what if they show you the games? That, they, that's important. That that is important. You can't walk out and talk about flops. Right. You just can't do it. No, and I don't like, think we're, that we're so past that. But here's here's my issue with E3 with Microsoft specifically. Not my issue, my concern mm-hmm. and worry is that their their conference is going to be awesome, but there's going to be nothing we actually get to get Concrete. our hands on. Oh, and yeah. when we look at E3 this year with Sony not there, traditionally when I go to E3 that like I have for the last ten years, yeah. the things that I really care to do are go uh, play Nintendo games, first party, and like whatever Nintendo's offering third party wise, 
go to play the PlayStation games because that is PlayStation booth is always yeah. awesome. You're comparing that quality content. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, then eventually go to Microsoft and see what they have offering. That's just my interest. And then Ubisoft's usually pretty great. Otherwise, it's like you're tiered of where but, you visit. But I mean, I'm talking about the boots and what the, yeah, and the yeah, way yeah. they present it and the games that they have and the amount of games and what the actual hands-on demos are. Yes. Right? A lot of places don't have that. EA traditionally just has a lot of flash no actual yeah, game. Sometimes right? people are very behind closed doors as well. It's and for press only. Exactly. Yeah. And very so limited. This year, most of those are just gone. They're just simply not there. Microsoft yeah. is going to need to have a huge footprint well, they got and all bring that some space. games to play. They got a lot of space. They just take they over better the entire fucking side fill of it. Fill it with game PlayStations. Yeah. Let people get their hands on these games. Yeah. And I, I'm worried that they're not going to. You don't think they'll. It's funny that it will double their cost of the footprint on the show for if they were to buy into PlayStation's uh, floor space. That'd be an interesting one to look up for kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. If we know if that floor space that Sony's using is being taken up, there's maps of E3 that are usually distributed from E3. Um, but I don't know if they I have a there. question for you're wrong. Somebody let me know this. Is Microsoft even at E3 this year? Because they, they weren't didn't last say year. they. What? Mixer was they weren't there. Physically there. What did they not have? Like uh, I remember seeing booth. the Xbox logo next to PlayStation though. No. no. I'm imagining. I've been to so dude. many of them. Uh, yeah, and I'm no, always Microsoft so busy. Microsoft wasn't with there last year because they didn't shows. have anything. They had a Mixer thing, and this year they're doing Mixer at LA Live across the street. So, oh, that's right. They had like their Xbox. There was a lot of stuff at the the Microsoft Theater. Yeah, that's a really good question, which would be in stark contrast. I feel like to we want to celebrate gaming, but I will say that is the problem that E three is facing, which mm-hmm. is it is an exorbitant amount to be on those show floors. The union fees, the twelve dollar no twenty dollar sandwiches. It's expensive for people to be there. They're already spending a ton on the press conferences, and there's this feeling of getting strong armed, frankly, into being at the show now, they're introducing the fans. Well, guess what? I need you to deal with fan. You know, not that we don't want fans to go to these shows, but it's making the shows harder on the publishers, which mostly wanted to announce stuff and and not like you know, like they do at Gamescom. It's like an insane event. But um, that's a good question because it wouldn't surprise me if Microsoft still takes the digital stage, right? Because that's a very effective way to reach millions. And within E3, meaning you do reach whatever a hundred thousand people or whatever it is directly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Coverage-wise, you still reach millions, and that's the argument to be made. But it's the reason that, in other words, Sony, Rockstar, m- many others, EA are like, look, we're just, uh, you know, we're not going to be in there. So mm-hmm. uh, one other quick note here, just for context, was as a reminder of Microsoft Game Studios showing stuff. Well, last February at uh, um, Microsoft announced in February that Microsoft Studios is now... Xbox Game Studios. I actually thought they announced that a long time ago. Uh, This was within the story that I read there. But regardless, it's 13 individual development teams. Uh, Previously established studios under that umbrella are 343, Mojang, right, which does Minecraft, Rare, Turn 10, and, you know, now we have uh, folks like uh, Ninja Theory and Obsidian. And so that's what's exciting about this, going back to the story we were on, which is... These new studios, we keep like, ooh, they bought you know Ninja Theory. Yeah, that means a good chance we're going to see what's coming next from them. Really uh, whether hope. or not it's in deep form, you know, and playable on the show for like you want, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, so. um, I'm going to go to you wrong real quick to talk yes. about some of these Xbox stories. Perfect. Uh, the Cinephile guy says, oh no, sorry, that one's not it. Uh, Fendi says Microsoft will be at E3 and says it's going to have quote the biggest presence ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, it's, it announced its conference as well, like you said earlier, June yep, 9th, 1, 1 p.m. p.m. Um, then going back up, something that, that is a key thing that we should mention is that the Xbox will always be $50 less. So Lord of Pwn says the Xbox One Sat Edition will always be $50 cheaper than all the Xbox One S official sales. So if there's a promotion for the S, then the Sat goes down as well. Yeah, but that's MSRP. That's that's, that's what a, we that's discussed. Microsoft. That's Microsoft. Exactly. That's so literally like, what we discussed. Yeah. That, that doesn't sales, solve the issue, yeah. but... That is an interesting note that yeah. at least on the Microsoft well, side, there is like a always oh, totally. clause. Yeah, and I know that I'm you know reading stuff a million miles an hour uh, because there's so much news today. That was in the quote. They said it will always be $50 cheaper. That's what um, Gaddis was saying in that quote. So absolutely, that's their commitment is MSRP is cheaper, but that's you can't stop these stores from undercutting the price with trying to clear stock of Xbox One S, and you're just going to see it. Um, if this is accurate, Nanobiologist says Force Horizon 3 is not on Game Pass. 
Is that accurate? Uh, I assume I so. Yeah. I trust Nanobots. Um, and then lots the, of good the, corrections. The final thing here is Nanobiologist so. says, what wasn't mentioned during the Game Pass Ultimate Edition conversation, if you have a current subscription to either Gold or Games Pass, Game Pass, the remaining balance will roll over to Ultimate Edition. E.g., if you've paid for a year of gold and game you get pass, a discount, and you're halfway through, the remaining sixty will apply to your ultimate version. Yeah, cool stuff. Interesting. Back to the news. Back to the news. This one is exciting. We've been on all Xbox, you know, X Cloud, mm-hmm. but let's talk about the future, Tim. PlayStation Five. PS Five. Baby. You guys talked about it a ton yesterday. I'm sorry I missed that show because mm-hmm. super exciting. I love hardware announcements. Exclusive interview with Wired. Well, there was a piece of this that was not included that came out today. The PlayStation Five price was discussed or hinted at from an unused exclusive quote within this interview uh, within Wired, and this comes by way of uh, Ijan Joe Scrabbles. Fake name, fake person. Mm-hmm. Uh, PS5 lead system architect Mark Cerny has addressed the price of the upcoming console while not actually saying what it'll be. <gasps> Shocker. Uh, Wired writer Peter Rubin dropped a quote from Cerny, which wasn't used in the magazine's reveal feature yesterday, but he put it on Twitter. And Rubin asked Cerny whether or not, uh, whether the PS5 would be set around the launch price range of recent consoles. Cerny's answer was a little enigmatic, of course. And here's what the quote is. Cerny says, I believe that we will be able to release it in an SRP, you know, suggested retail price, that will be appealing to gamers in light of its advanced feature set. Uh, Joe had his own read into this, was saying, uh, decoding it, you know, I forget what he said. I actually excluded it because you could take anything away from it. Um, But the closest comparison, you know, that he noted is that uh, Xbox One X, when that came out and its current price. It came out at 500. It's now easily accessible at 400. But the quote that they had then, he was drawing a comparison that because of these premium features, well, Xbox had the same kind of commentary. We feel like it's a premium product, referring to the Xbox One X, a premium console. But people shouldn't be worried that this thing is going to be unlike any console price you've ever seen. But it came out at $500. Mm-hmm. So what do you think PS5 is going to cost? Do you think this sheds any real light on it? Uh, not really, but we talked about this a bit yesterday. I think that 400 or 500 is yeah. the answer. But the quote, you know, in light of its advanced feature set, does that do anything for you? No, no. and I, I I feel like 400 is the right answer, but I always feel like the, the answer is to get more people in. Yeah. Right. And I, I do firmly believe that the the cloud based gaming that we're seeing Google go into and Microsoft go into that PlayStation will also be going into. And I think that all that is going to back, be very nicely backed up by a four hundred dollar price point. But I don't think five hundred is out of the realm of possibility, especially with the backwards compatibility and all that stuff that they're talking about. And I just I'm it's the price and all that is most interesting to me when you look at it and when we'll get the, the questions answered of. How much is next gen truly next gen and how much is PlayStation and Xbox just what we have now where you can get better hardware, but it's still playing the same games. Yeah. Here's my takeaway on it. Um, The quote is obviously a complete dodge. So the only thing I read from it is he did make sure to include in light of its advanced features. And the whole story was about bringing high-tech hardware to your living room. Now, they can spin whatever angle they want because they sp- they said, here's our strategy. We're going to call Wired. We're going to set this thing up because Stadia's talking, Microsoft's talking, and we're too quiet. Now we're not going to E3. So we better get something out there. Uh, but he did make the note in light of its advanced you know, feature set, which is someone saying, this thing's expensive, man. Uh, so it's probably going to cost, but we're obviously conscious about it. That's mm-hmm. my translation of it. But I got the solution which we haven't really, you know, maybe you guys discussed it yesterday, but I think it's going to be four ninety nine for the main one and the all digital edition. You get three ninety nine. Um, do you see a future that they were to co release uh, and go all digital? Because that is the future we're starting to see. You said it yourself, PSP Go. They did it. Uh, I they know, did it yeah. before everybody I, else. <laughs> as far if I were to bet, I don't think PlayStation's there yet. I don't think that that's a launch thing that they. You do. don't think I they'd think go two like skews? The, I, I think that they will. Down the line, I think that that's I mean, a PlayStation Slim. I don't think it launched. Yeah, I don't think you think they'll, they'll go with ready. one, test the market, see how much they sell, clear yeah, the shelves of PlayStation exactly. Pro. Go from, go from <laughs> that there. old strategy. Uh, well, I mean, look, like PS3 was six hundred dollars when it launched, and I think that these comments are you know still hearkening back to that. So what stands out to me though is that with the competition that Switch brings, and we believe there's going to be new Switch SKUs, two of them supposedly 
right? In the yeah. summer. We're starting to see the strategy that everybody has already employed. Xbox One X, Xbox One S, Xbox One S all digital, uh, Switch, old edition, Switch Pro, Switch whatever the other edition mm-hmm. is. Now we see, you know, moving on, uh, you know, all this stuff transpiring. What I was going to say, PlayStation 5, it wouldn't surprise me at all if we see that strategy. And we see the same thing with Stadia, right? Like, oh, no, you don't even have to buy the thing if you don't want to play it on your TV. You know, just log in and, oh, well, you got to buy the controller, right? So, meaning I think there's a very good chance that we will see multiple SKUs at launch. And that that would be the best way to try to control the price is that, Sony does have a habit of, we want to, I, I think they're thinking about 4K UHD still. I, I don't know how important that is to the market, but maybe they're scared to let go of physical disc media. Oh, in you fact, have to be. In it, fact, didn't you, they say, they, they said physical it will be is physical part of it. So yeah, sure. you already know that it's going to have the disc drive, but why not cut that out? I, I mean, well, because like, we're just not there yet. You but know? Wouldn't, which one would you buy if Me? I offer you both? Yeah. I'd buy the beefy one. For sure. Oh, you'd want the physical. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I might actually, I'd be like, you know what? All digital's fine. I literally have not bought a disc since God of War. And even that, I think, oh uh, no, you know what? I got a copy free within IGN. And so I just don't buy it anymore. So if I have the space. Mm-hmm. Although solid state drives are expensive, which is another, you know, story. There's a whole lot going you only have so much space. But I, um, it wouldn't surprise me. I need to see how it all shakes out. But like, I just have an inkling in my gut that tells me that, you know, we'll see the different, uh, skews for on the Xbox side because they already have the cloud stuff ready to go or they will at least with the games pass with all that yeah. I think PlayStation are going to not have multiple skews of PS5s I think that they're going to treat the PS4 as that lower end entry point um, and that's I, interesting I, I feel at least at like launch, to access maybe the cloud product the cloud product whatever that comes maybe they're if like, it just comes, buy the PlayStation exactly and um, when we're looking at the the big hitter games with Ghost of Tsushima Death Stranding Last of Us yeah. Part 2 which probably until we will get, release on both consoles until we get confirmation that that's not the case I believe it is yeah so I and think they, that they, that's going to be the the multiple skew angle they do where they're kind of use decide, the old stuff PlayStation is the best way to play the best games whether it's four or five. But if you want the best best, you're going to want the five. I'm going to want the five. Interesting. You blew my mind a little bit. I hadn't really I thought about that. I'm just thinking about how old the PlayStation is, the OS, the, you know, you expected all the change. So I don't know. It's a really interesting point because ultimately, if you're playing off the cloud, it doesn't matter. Maybe you log into a virtual PS5 yeah, I don't on think the cloud. There. I don't think they're going to be um, there until maybe even mid-gen, and then it, it wouldn't be the only thing. It'll you know always think, be an alternate option. You know what I think they're going to do? What? PlayStation 3 is going to be the, the cheapest edition of the PlayStation 5. God, let's What do you think not. of that? I fucking hate that. <laughs> Cross media bar, baby. I'm all about oh, that shit. Oh, dude, though. the XMB, baby. Love all right, that. let's move on to our next story. Tim, are yes. you a Persona fan? Uh, I'm not. This is unfortunate for today's show because the hype is <laughs> no, freaking real. No, no, no. I'm friend, not against you're missing out on the thing. I am a Smash Brothers fan. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, Let's me go, too. baby. Me too. And I'm excited about that. But the point is, couple we're maybe lacking on the Persona expertise. I've always wanted to play again. One of my shame games, hashtag shame game. I have a lot of games on my list of to-dos. That is one of them. But you should be excited because today, not next week, there was that teaser for PS... Uh, PS5 something. Uh, the Persona PS5S.jp or something was like a teaser for a Persona announcement next week. People thought Smash Brothers Joker would be coming to it. Probably then. Guess what? It's today, April 17th. Yeah. This, That's this the news just dropped at 6 p.m. last night. I was out with Greg Miller. We're just hanging out, and Greg's like, dude. You were getting oysters. Smash last I was. We were. Uh, Smash dollar oysters, to be clear. Dollar oh, okay. Oysters, yes. Oh, well, Happy just hour. in case you're too Happy fancy or something. Like, but... I don't fuck with these expensive oysters. You know what I mean? I ain't one really? of those fancy bitches. No. Okay. No, 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 I mean, no. I don't really dollar care. Oysters, it's just oysters and oysters. Um, Pull it out of the mud, in the sand. Um, and he tells me that Smash 3.0 is coming out today. And I'm yeah. like, holy shit, let's, let's go. go. 15 minute video just dropped on Nintendo. Yeah, it was like Twitter. a mini direct, basically. Just boom, here you yeah. go. Ton of stuff about Joker, ton of stuff about the new features um, in Smash, which obviously gets me very excited. Um, Stage Builder is back and it looks awesome. Yeah. Um, did you see the video of this yes. at all? Very detailed. You can draw um, anything you want, really. They added a lot, a lot more features in the very limited Stage Builder we've seen in the Smash Brothers before. Uh, in addition to this, they added a thing called Smash 
World, which uh-huh. is on the, the, the phone app that allows you to share your spe- your custom stages yeah. um, or pictures. Yeah, you can see and, and rate stages. And um, what was the note in here? Um, uh, you'll be able to queue up stage downloads from Smash World, which is part of Nintendo Switch Online's app. You can also view recommended stages and watch videos from Smash World on your phone. Yep, and uh, Joker comes with uh, whether you have the character, whether you buy the character pack for him um, alone, or you buy the season pass thing. Right. Uh, you get Joker. You get a couple. Uh, I think it was eleven music tracks from Persona, half of them from Persona Five, and then the rest split between Persona Three and Four. It's cool that we had inclusion of other Persona uh, games music in this game, even yeah. though it is just five representation. We see that a lot with Smash Brothers characters. Um, then there's new spirits. I just got them all. Now I got to go back and get more. Oh, you have all the spirits. You're a beast, I got them all uh, last week on my wow, flight to New York. Wow, you're a beast. All 1,303. I don't know how many they're, they're going to be total now. It looked like they were only adding like 15 or something. So okay. yeah, but it's still, manageable. It's, um, but the, the big news uh, is that there's going to be DLC that's not included in the season pass. Mm-hmm. Um, where... Version 3 also adds new Mi Fighter costumes to buy, including the Morgana hat from Persona 5, uh, the main protagonist costume, and the Teddy hat from Persona 4, and another protagonist outfit from Persona 3. Um, and you can also get Tails and Knuckles outfits from Sonic the Hedgehog. The costumes each cost 75 cents, and those aren't included in the season Is this pass. the first uh, microtransactions? In this one. Yeah, in this one. I mean, no, because the Piranha Plant, if you weren't an uh, early buyer. You, but that's like a single thing. But yeah, I mean, I guess it isn't that wasn't that like five bucks or something or yeah. similar to Joker, which is uh, six bucks, right? Probably mm-hmm. is the same price. Yeah. So wait. or you can pay twenty five dollars and get all of right. The so season, if you have the, the full pass. season pass thing, you're good. But otherwise, Joker's a paid character, costing about six bucks or mm-hmm. uh, four forty nine. And comes with a new stage, uh, Mementos, which is basically how about that stage? Persona. By the way, looks cool, looks hot. I was that was I mean I just love the style Style's great. that they bring. And when I saw that stage, and again, not even being a super Persona fan, I was like. That is awesome. It looks cool. And the Um, music. Oh, Well, the music, depending on the music you listen to, uh, whether it's Persona 3, 4, or 5, it changes the look of the stage. Oh, that's so So, cool. So, yeah, very cool stuff. They care, man. Dude, the the amount of detail in that game, but I have to say, I feel like they've done such a good job of doing uh, seasonal, you know, uh, quarterly updates and all, like this has been there have been really good updates for Smash Brothers don't you feel I would or are you disagree. like dude why is it taking forever for spirits to be added uh, yeah I'm, I'm a more bit more side. I'm a bit more like I love the idea that we know we're getting more I, mm-hmm. I hope that they pick up the pace a bit because the joke announcement yeah. obviously it's been hype six. as fuck um, that came out in December right yeah. I mean it's only Dude, it's only been like they announced months. Joker at the end of December at Game Awards. Um, but uh, but even then, months. it's like they we know that we're getting the five characters by next February. Yeah. So I kind of feel like they need. It's to, a long ways out. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get a better idea of the rhythm mm. of what we got going I, on here. I mean, it's a good note. My note was coming from OG Nintendo fan, and not that you're not. It's mm-hmm. just I'm so not used to Nintendo being on the ball with this stuff. And I'm like, okay, like these are some great updates. They're yeah. adding this stuff in. And frankly, I thought it was a pretty full featured game in the first place. There, there was a world where that was it. That mm-hmm. was the end of Smash Brothers, and we wouldn't see one forever. Um, I am so excited. I feel good about the updates, but you're right comparatively to other services and games. They're still learning. And that's my thing is, again, I'm I'm being very critical here because this is a game that I care about. Competition matters. And I play constantly. Um, Version 3.0, I love that they're adding modes. I love that we were, it's not just the characters and patches. Like we're getting a stage builder that we didn't have in the game's launch. Stage builder, not necessarily a feature I care too much about. Yeah. I I would much rather other more gameplay based modes or like interesting challenges. It's a big like hardcore fan mode though. And there's a lot that is done with that. Yeah. So So I'm hoping that this leads to a future where Smash 4.0 uh, includes things that are a bit more to my tastes, okay. but exciting stuff. And yeah. uh, the key thing that's not in the news story is the timing of this is 6 p.m. Pacific today. So oh, that, yeah, uh, I was looking. Uh, it is 6 p.m. At 6 p.m. today, we'll be able to play as Joker Good to and know. all that stuff. Brilliant. I, I didn't know that. I brought in my Switch and I was just in I, case. Yeah, just, just in case, case man. man. All right. Well, February 2020 and new Smash characters are man. so far away, Tim. If I wanted to know what is coming to mom and grop shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Yeah. I love you. I love All you right. so much. Before we get into that, though, 
I want to let you know, friend, yes. that this episode is brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Kind of Funny Games Daily a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at games.robinhood.com. That's games.robinhood.com. And also, shout out to Third Love. Third Love, they make bras. People need bras. And Joey loves these bras. Gia loves these bras. Jen loves these bras. Those are three people that I respect a lot about their bra opinion. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. More sizes than most other brands, Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes. You can skip the trip, find your fit with Third Love's online Fit Finder, order and try on at home, no more awkward fitting room experiences. There's a 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. The newest member to the Third Love family is their line of incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable cotton bras. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com games now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first order. That's T-H-I-R-D-L-O-V-E dot com slash games for 15% off today. Now, Fran, let me know what game's coming out today. Out today is Trooper Brook on the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Revenant Saga on the Xbox One, Snooker 19. Snooker. Snooker. PS4, Xbox One, PC. 30 Days to Survive on the PC. Tether Together, PC and Mac. Paradox Vector on the PC. Foxyland on the PC. Foxyland. Foxyland. Whispers of a Machine on the PC and Mac. Life Source on the PC. Tropia on the PC. Dumb Little Creatures. DLC on the PC and Mac. Let's move on to a really, really cool deal of the day. Mm, hit me with the We all know of the tragic scenario Notre Dame mm. catching fire, one of the great icons of the world in Paris. Uh, the roof collapse, all these, these issues just sort of unreal. Well, Ubisoft, who is no stranger to France, that is their homeland, um, they made a game that featured Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And that was Assassin's Creed Unity. And they are donating it for free this week on the Ubisoft store. So you can buy it, or sorry, you can get it for free. And what here's what Ubisoft had to say about it. As the smoke clears on the events that unfolded on Monday at the Notre Dame de Paris, we stand in solidarity with our fellow Parisians and everyone around the world moved by the devastation the fire caused. Notre Dame is an integral part of Paris, a city which we are deeply connected uh, seeing the monument in peril like this affected us all. In light of Monday's event, we will be donating 500,000, um, is that marks? Paris money. <laughs> it's euros, sorry. 500,000 euros to help. I know, I'm so tired today. Uh, we'll be donating 500,000 to help with the restoration and the reconstruction. We encourage all of you who are interested to donate as well. We've seen billionaires donating. I mean, this is a great landmark that we want to survive. Those are my words. Back to Ubisoft's. They say, we encourage, uh, oh, in addition, we want you to give everyone the chance to experience the majesty and beauty of Notre Dame the best way we know how. So for one week, we'll be giving away Assassin's Creed Unity free on PC. For anyone who wants to enjoy it, you can download it now on Uplay for PC. Uh, and they finish by saying, when we created Assassin's Creed Unity, we developed an even closer connection with this incredible city and its landmarks. One of the most notable elements of the game was the extraordinary recreation. I mean, they scanned it. They're going to be working uh, with them. I, I think I read on like providing as much detail as they can in, um, in, their, um, in their contributions. So mm-hmm. really, really cool. Very cool stuff. Good guy, Yubi, once again. 
Yeah, that's a really awesome. So first of all, it's a great deal, but it's for a great cause and uh, elevates the thought that something that happened a few days ago sometimes is easily forgotten in how fast the world moves today. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was worth mentioning. Uh, should we move on to reader mail, Tim? We should. Right. Okay, let's do it. Um, what's the first one we want to pick with or start with? I think probably, yeah, just the Xbox One S. Ignacio Rojas, no stranger to mm -hmm. the show, says Ahoy, Ahoy Games Daily Ahoy. yesterday. Microsoft unveiled out of nowhere the newest Xbox One console that no one saw coming. So this is what he said sarcastically. Xbox One uh, All Edition uh, has been officially revealed and priced at $250, and it's $50 less. Uh, what do you think? We talked about that a lot. Do you think it will help boost sales of Xbox Ones in general? Is $50 enough? We already covered off on that one. And uh, I guess we covered off on a lot of it. But do you think yeah. it will actually help in general with Xbox sales? I don't. No, you don't think it's going to increase market share. It's just no. another version. And exactly. And then honestly, that is the most succinct way to say why I'm upset about right. this. Right. Whereas it's I not feel a like reason to buy Xbox. It, yeah. It's like if it were cheaper, there'd be a reason. This is just another option to buy a thing that people already either are or aren't buying. Fair enough. Matt Council asks, what's good, Fran and Tim? On yesterday's Inside Xbox, Phil Spencer revealed the stuff about Xbox and him playing Destiny on the go. I'm paraphrasing a bit. He says, given this information, do you think it's possible that Xbox Cloud will launch sooner than we thought? Possibly coming before their next-gen console. Well, we know that they're going to be beta testing it this year. That was confirmed. But in general, do you think as a full platform, Tim, that it's like, you know what? It doesn't even matter when the next-gen yep, is. I do. Yeah. I mean, I, agree. I, I feel like that's, that is the play. And this That's goes the back move. to what I was saying And it earlier. plays into the all digital console. Exactly. As well. And it's like, and not even all digital console, play it on the switch, play it on the, play it anywhere. Yeah. Right. They want, Xbox wants to be everywhere. And I think that that's a very smart call for them to make. Um, still have the hardware, but don't rely on the hardware. Yep. Fair enough. We've got another question from Gilly Brums. Hi, Fran and Tim. The Game Pass Ultimate announcement yesterday has me thinking. To me, it seems one of the biggest battles of next console generation is going to be who can deliver the most games to the player in the easiest and cheapest way. This will mean Xbox is bundling their 100 plus Game Pass library, four free games a month, and online functionality into one low price. Not to mention the cloud gameplay delivery that Xbox and Stadia have in the works. <coughs> Excuse me. An imminent Nintendo and Microsoft and imminent Nintendo Microsoft partnerships, backwards compatibility. So how does Sony seek to compete? Last month, the games with PlayStation Plus dropped from a six to two a month. And uh, PlayStation Now has fallen out of the conversation with a lot of the big swings that Xbox Game Pass has been taking. And assuming a few years down the road that streaming has become more fully implemented, Sony has to take a few steps to maintain the lead, right? What do you think? I mean, I think Are that uh, the, the games speak for themselves. You know, uh, like PlayStation 4 uh, had no problem destroying the Xbox in terms of sales. Um, and that's both software and hardware based, right? So going into the next generation, I think that there's going to be a lot of a lot of cloud services. There's going to be a lot of streaming yeah. service, a lot of that stuff. That I don't think is going to be uh, Sony's focus. I think it's going to be in addition to yes. its commitment to a streamlined quality game first party game focus strategy that we'll see continued from the PlayStation 4 into the PlayStation 5. Yeah, that was my read on the situation because yesterday they really dug into the fact that PlayStation 5 is going to be a high-tech machine. Again, I got kind of those Xbox One X vibes and frankly, the vibes that I always get from PlayStation, which is they are a hardware company. They love high-tech um, and they're really, they, to me, they believe that epic cinematic games in your living room, a la God of War, that is where they believe, you know, we saw it with Red Dead and GTA, like stuff in your living room overall is, is huge for them. Um, and I think they still believe in that future. So yes, I believe the cloud is like another thing. And we know that they're preparing. We know that they've already been doing PlayStation now. It's not, they bought, you know, a long time ago, Gaikai. They have stuff in the works. Mm -hmm. My biggest note is, I don't know how you compete against Google and Microsoft. Um, it's like, I mean, you know, I do have games that people want to play. Like, well, yes. Honestly, that's the, all they need well, to do. But what, but what I'm saying is technologically, there's yeah. going to be a difference between these services. Absolutely. And it's a race for the technology. Yeah. Um, but but what, the tech means nothing if there's not yeah. things people are interested in but, playing. So, 
But the short of it is, I believe, yes, it'll be another thing and they'll be there. It's not that we don't think it's coming. In fact, they said they have, you know, a streaming strategy coming. They just haven't talked about it. Yeah, they said um, they're visionaries. In that, yeah, and in I'm with you. Life. If you bundle up all these amazing games and it works, it doesn't matter. It always comes down to the games. At the end of the day, I will buy a $400 console if I know that God of War 2, you know, if uh, the new Last of Us, if the new Rising Uncharted, the Horizon. Like, once you see that stuff, you're like, that is, you know, I uh, uh, likened it to when we go see the movies we pay 12 15 20 bucks depending on the experience we want we know when we buy a game it might cost us 60 bucks when it's super high fidelity mobile games are some of the biggest things out there and sometimes they're free or they're four bucks well there's a reason for that the cinematic nature we see people investing in big stuff and i think sony believes in it um so streaming will come but technologically uh the last note i was going to make is Everybody's got a little time. I don't believe that out of the gate this year when Stadia is launching and Microsoft xCloud, whenever that's fully out, that suddenly it all just works. We've got a couple years ahead of us. It's going to be a little bit work. of a... I, I think don't think it's going to be seamless. But I mean, I think it's going to be as seamless as any video game has been in the last 30 years. <sighs> well, I don't know, Where it's man. like things launch, there's problems. There's well, issues. It's like it's not going to be... I don't think I'm it's going to be a disaster. I think that uh, it's going to work. I don't it's think a disaster, no. So. But I think that people have not experienced in its fullest the fidelity, the lag, the online games that now you deal with input lag. And no matter how small or big it is, we haven't really experienced it because we don't have to think about it. So what happens when you see the game compressed on your screen for the first time and you say, oh, yeah, it looks a little different. I mean, whatever. We all remember when Netflix quality That's wasn't as saying. good as we thought, but it That's came around. Yeah. So whatever the case. Um Double checking your around, Tim. Did we We're see good. anything else? We're good. Yeah, no, we've been addressing them throughout. All this right. Show. Well, tomorrow on the show, Greg has been traveling, so he can't join us tomorrow. So today. it's going to be, luckily, it's another friend. Hanging out with WWE champion Kofi Kingston, baby. Kofi oh Mania. Let's go. God. Hollywood. He's still Hollywood. Don't um, you're wrong. No, we just we double just checked. It. We just oh, double checked. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I know you're, Kevin's always pulling a thousand levers back he there, is, man. dude. Um, but tomorrow is a Frandria show. It mm -hmm. is me and Andrea. So be sure to tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. live Pacific time on Twitch TV slash kind of funny games. This has been an action packed show. Tim, did I miss anything? No, we're looking good, man. And I've had a good time. Kevin, mm -hmm. thank you for everything you do. Barrett, for everything you do. And Tim, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Best friends. Stay tuned. KFAF, Andy's return.